0: Welcome to FileMaker Off The Record. You're listening to Thomas and Teresa of Profile Developers, discussing all things FileMaker for developers and power users.
1: Hi, Thomas. Hi, Teresa. How are you doing tonight?
0: I'm doing good. How about yourself?
1: I am fine. Welcome to episode 17, is it?
0: Yes, 17. That's exciting. Yeah. What are we going to do tonight?
1: (laughs) Um, I believe we're talking about some tips and gotchas using FileMaker, of all
0: things. Same thing we talk about every night. All right. (laughs) Tonight, I expect almost anybody listening to learn something. Yeah. Uh, Let's hope. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sure I'm
1: going to learn quite a bit.
0: Because this covers a gamut of stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. Even if you've been developing a long time. Even if someone like Steve is listening, I think he might learn something. (laughs) So I hope so. Right. So I have a text file where I write down things that either I occasionally forget, Mm -hmm. like the annoying issue with the when using hide object when, Mm -hmm. and you have to specify a repetition for a repeating field. Right. Even if it's the first repetition, if you don't specify that.
1: It doesn't work.
0: It doesn't work. And I don't do that enough that that's become habit yet.
1: Right. So you you have a file to log all of those maddening little things.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, to remind you. Do you look at it every so often? I do. Is it on the calendar it's, every other Monday?
0: It's in my bare notes. Yeah. <laughs> I see it every once in a while.
1: You probably add to it every now and then also.
0: Yeah. And then because I knew we were going to do this podcast, I've been writing down other things, things that caught me in the past mm-hmm. or things that I've, I've trained a few people in FileMaker mm-hmm. and the tips that I've given them that they've told me later on, oh, that was valuable or things that I've noticed myself.
1: Like, yeah. There's, it's always nice to have these little things pointed out rather than to have to stumble on them yourself. Um, having gone through many of them where you sit and you're looking you go why doesn't this work this should work it worked up to 10 records yeah (laughs) and then you know you get to a certain point and as you are tearing it apart you realize that it's it's something that makes a lot of sense but it didn't dawn on you yeah yeah
0: and some of the stuff is just Quirks of the, like, we're, there's a couple things about WebDirect and Windows versus Mac.
1: And those are things that you wouldn't know if you, unless you used it.
0: Yeah, so we spend most of our time developing on Mac, and then we mm-hmm. then we go to Windows for testing. And,
1: and we say, what the what? So what do you have on your magic list?
0: Yeah, so these are in no particular order or anything. Mm-hmm. Oh, the first one, this is one that has become habit for me. Mm-hmm. But it's to remember to wrap git as number around variables. Whenever you're using the variables in math. Right. Because uh, variables are all they're text. They're all text, There is right? no such thing as a numeric variable in and, FileMaker.
1: Right. And, and as most of us know, text and numbers are treated differently yeah. when you're looking at orders and greater than, less than. Yeah. So if And that's you, where it
0: comes up all the time.
1: Right. right? But just, just as a review, if you're looking at text... And you're sorting a number field or a text field that has a number in it. So it goes 1, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 2, 20, 21, 22, 23. So that can get in the way. So as I was saying before, something that would work well in a counter up until a certain point, this is the thing I was talking about. Because all of the variables are text by default, you have to put a get as number around it so that it'll evaluate appropriately in all situations.
0: Right. These are, again, just all over the place, so Mm -hmm. we're going to jump around. Sure. uh, Because it's just whatever order they were in my notes. You cannot show a popover over a web viewer in Windows. Right. So if there's nowhere else for it to draw it will not draw the popover. So oh, if, right, 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 yeah. On the layout, you have a web viewer somewhere, and you have a popover near it. If you hit the popover button, and it tries to draw the popover, and it's going to go over the web viewer, mm-hmm. it won't do it. It won't draw it. So, the,
1: Right, the web, the web viewer always floats above all the other elements.
0: Yeah. Oh, so this is a card window thing, and it's mm-hmm. not really a gotcha. It's just something I saw somewhere in somebody's solution, and I liked it. So you can draw... FileMaker windows, right? FileMaker's document window, floating window, whatever. Yeah. You can draw those off screen. Right. Which developers do a lot to make something happen. Like yeah, jump design. over
1: there, create a bunch of records, and then come back and refresh your portal, that kind of thing.
0: Yeah. And whenever you have a card window, the card window does not have to be within the boundaries of the parent window. Right? Mm -hmm. We can draw a card window off to the side or something like that. It still moves with the card window. So what you can do is create a window, draw it off screen, create a card window, center that on the screen you're viewing. Mm -hmm. And what you get is a borderless window. Cool. I can't remember what solution I saw it in, but somebody had done it for a splash screen whenever the solution opens. Yeah. And I'm like, man, that looks nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. it It was very nice. So not a gotcha, but a tip.
1: Yeah, that's a nice one.
0: Hopefully, that'll benefit somebody. This is one that I've been aware of it for a very long time. Probably you have too, because it, it, it. If you use a slide or a tab control in a list view, mm-hmm. whenever you switch tabs or slides, if you're on in the body part of a list view,
1: oh right. yeah, yeah, the
0: tab will switch for every single record. Mm-hmm. The slide will switch for every single record. You can't have, you can't be on one tab. On one record and a different (laughs) tab on another record. Right. In a list view. Mm -hmm. So that's just an annoyance.
1: Right. And the same thing happens uh, with button highlights. I think you're right. Yeah. So if you click on a button in a list view, then that button will appear highlighted throughout. Although it's different for the button bars and the buttons. They act a little differently. I think that the, the button bars... All of them will highlight, and with a button, they won't.
0: I don't mind the tab thing like I can deal with that.
1: Well usually if you think think about the use case for having a tabbed element in the list view or a slider element, like I can a good use for that would be um, so you have a list of customers or clients, and then you have uh, different notes for different areas. So say you have a note for the address and a note for customer service. If you have buttons to switch between them, you have one list view, and the slider has the notes object on each slide. If you say, oh, I want to view all the shipping notes for everybody, and it changes everybody to the shipping slide, that makes sense. That's useful.
0: It's the same whenever you use tabs or sliders on form view. When you go record to record, they don't don't change. That would be very annoying.
1: (laughs) It would be very annoying.
0: Yeah. So you get consistent behavior. So it's good it does it that way. But whenever you're looking at a list, you don't always think of that. Right. On FileMaker Cloud, I had a problem with one of my FileMaker Cloud servers. Okay. It wasn't making backups. Right. And in researching that issue, I learned that renaming the volume in the EC2 instance Mm -hmm. to anything other than...
1: Is it the default FM, name?
0: Yeah, whatever the default name is. Okay. FM Cloud or something like that. FM Data. But if you rename the, the volume in EC2 instance, the backups will not run. Okay. You can't do that. Now, in my instance, that actually wasn't what the issue was because I didn't rename anything.
1: Right. Well, that was the one where it was, a, it was a, actually a, a bad instance of...
0: Right. There was a bad... There was an update to Java and... The, that always breaks everything. And the <laughs> And the normal automatic installation didn't fully work so right. that needed to be filemaker reset it for me mm-hmm. to to fix that issue
1: but that was a harrowing day and a half wasn't it to yeah, that was, figure uh, out what was going on and
0: yeah that was have that it was, dealt with that was frustrating that was but wrong. it was
1: it was nice that they got on it and fixed it
0: yeah and you can help for that through the community filemaker server
1: mm-hmm.
0: if you pause a file because you have the pause option right that file will still show up in your open list when you go to FileMaker to open a file. Oh, even okay. though the file is paused, right? It it will open if you try to open that file. That FileMaker will hang.
1: Will it hang and give up, or will it hang and you are forced to quit?
0: I don't think it gives up. I don't. No. I'll have to.
1: I mean, I I could get that. The um, I'll tell you
0: what it what what I did learn because I'm testing to see if this one was accurate. Mm-hmm. I unpaused it. Yeah, and, and then, FileMaker.
1: Yeah, and well, that's what I'm. That was going to say because the concept of pausing a database is when the server does its backups, it pauses the databases. Right. So the intention of pausing is that it's a very temporary thing. The server is going to do it on a regular basis. You pausing a file, I don't see a, a good use, you know. <laughs> but um. So, but the idea is that it's that's something that happens in the background, and yeah, if FileMaker client pauses for 5 seconds while a backup is generated on the server mm-hmm. you're not going to notice especially while opening a file right if you do pause things remember to unpause
0: yeah so svg icons so we yes. use we use svg icons a lot mhm and in a new file you get those default svg icons correct and we generally need to add new ones yes <laughs> if you find that you need to add A bunch, you know, it's click, click, click. You know, Mm -hmm. you you can only add one at a time.
1: Mm -hmm. With the standard plus sign in the, you know, when you're assigning a button, an icon to a button,
0: there's a little plus minus. A way to bulk import. Mm -hmm. If you have a solution that has a bunch of custom icons in it and you assign each of those icons to like a button bar. Mm -hmm. So you have a button bar with, well, fifty. you can have up to 50 repetitions on a button bar right so if you have a button bar with 50 repetitions and 50 new icons one on each one Mm -hmm. and you copy that and paste it into a new solution
1: oh bang all those
0: all 50 of those will be in that list now
1: so what we talked about last time about starter files (laughs) this is an excellent uh, related tip because as you find icons that you like that when you bring them in they look good and you want to reuse them rather than leave them scattered across your solutions. if you have a button bar or two in your starter file, even and you could even group them. if you have oh, for a contacts database, I would use this button bar. For an equipment database, I would use this button bar.
0: Yeah, and you don't have to keep the button bar on the screen. Actually, you don't have to keep the button bar in the solution.
1: Right, so once you paste it, you can, all of the icons are sucked into the
0: yeah. back end. Once you paste it, you can cut it. Oh, no, that makes sense. Yeah.
1: But that that's handy. Because remember back when we used to create graphics, we had to put in different sets of graphic buttons oh, for navigation. Yeah. If you say, do I want to use the blue arrows or the black arrows? Do I want to use the tango or oxygen? <laughs> you know, so you'd pick your icon set. Which was fun. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, that was the biggest time suck ever. Yeah. Like, it still is when you're sitting there saying, I need an icon for...
0: What, what, what did like, I need one for? A ranger. I needed right. a ranger icon. Right. And, you know, there's not a default ranger icon that oh, comes with FileMaker for some reason. There's
1: not a default money icon that comes yeah. with FileMaker. So the, Or crickets. I remember. Or
0: crickets. I needed crickets. We that's do, we true. We needed
1: crickets. Uh, and finding... Icons that all look good together yeah. can sometimes be a challenge, but it's yeah. getting easier and easier because of uh, you know app development.
0: Slide panels. So this isn't a big one either, but it's if you have the dots showing on a slide panel mm-hmm.
1: to navigate
0: you, the, the to, slides. To navigate the slides, right? Mm-hmm. If you click and hold on the dot for a second, you can reorder, reorder them. Yep. Reorder the slides.
1: Yeah, reordering has always been a little bit of a because you, you click on it. Uh, like same for, for the button bars, you click on the segment and you click on it again, and then you're moving the whole thing. And you go ah, and you click off of it, and you click just right, you know, yeah. <laughs> just to get them to slide. Because that's one of the annoying things when you you know you make your slide 17 or whatever, and you realize you need to reposition it.
0: Oh, so this is one I I don't remember when I learned this. GTR go to related record. Yes, you've you've always been able to open. A window from another file. Right. So if you open that new window as a card window, mm-hmm. it'll appear to be part of the file that you're in.
1: Well, that makes sense.
0: Yeah. Th- the first time I did it, because I wasn't thinking.
1: Yeah. Like, it felt oh, a little uh, weird because you were expecting a whole new window to pull
0: forward. I, I just, I don't know why. I was, yeah. But, yeah. Because I hadn't really thought about it. So yeah. it's a way to. Sneak it in. Sneak it in. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So that, Yeah, that was neat. So another GTRR thing, spawning a new window through go to related record
1: mm-hmm.
0: bypasses the on window open script trigger. Hmm. You still get the on layout load. load. Okay. But not the on window open. It's
1: on layout load or on layout enter. Keep wanting to, I always want to say I think say it's on
0: layout enter and on record load.
1: Yeah. I always I always want to say Layout load for the alliteration of it, you know, because I'm so poetic.
0: (laughs) That's an important one. Mm -hmm. Execute SQL, which you use an awful lot.
1: Every now and then. Sprinkle it across my solutions.
0: Yes. (laughs) That can be slow. Did you know that?
1: Oh, my God. (laughs) Yes. Uh, On occasion, I'm sitting there going, did FileMaker crash? (laughs) What's going on? And then, yeah, it's an execute sequel that's taking a while to...
0: Yeah, so there's lots of reasons that that might be slow. Mm-hmm. One is if there's an open record mm-hmm. in the table that you're searching. Right. That can take something from five seconds to 50. Like, it makes a huge difference. Right,
1: and then do that over the... remotely.
0: Yeah. yeah. And
1: I'm sure that's what we're talking about. A couple minutes go by, potentially. So the thing that I was doing um, just recently... There was nothing open because I opened the file and ran the script.
0: Yeah, Well, there's, yeah, there's lots <laughs> right. of other reasons, too, but, but yeah. that's, that's one of them.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, with that one, I think it's because uh, it was an execute SQL that included a join.
0: Yeah, joins are notoriously slow. As well.
1: Yeah. Uh, another execute SQL tip would be a good practice would be to not assume that the result of your execute SQL will be a single value. So you may expect it to be a single value because of, you know, the structure of your data. There should only ever be one of these. But if you're wrong, if you're still debugging a piece of a solution uh, or you're debugging a process and you are not well acquainted with the data, you might get multiple, you know, delimited values. And depending on what you're doing, when I was debugging a process recently, there were payments that were logged that looked like it was $4,040 and it was supposed to be negative 40. And when I looked, what had happened was the script was looking for a matching claim number. And here there were multiple responses with the claim number because of how health insurance replies to claims. It's ridiculous. So anyway, you know, instead of, I was expecting one claim number with one amount, and I got four claim responses with negative 40, zero, negative 40, zero. So so my amounts were all off. That was why. (laughs) Because I did not do a get value and a one, you know, get value one around my execute SQL.
0: It's good to do error checking. Good
1: on, to do error checking, but uh, like I said, don't assume right. that it's always going to, with the execute SQL, because it will bring back everything that matches, not just the first one, which is what you might expect or what you want to see.
0: Here's one with scripting that actually I just learned. I never knew this. I don't, I guess I never tried. Mm-hmm. If you command or control click a folder arrow in the scripts, that will open or close all all of the folders
1: yeah yeah i haven't done much of that i mean i'll i'll uh click on the folders you know it's click on click on the arrows one by one mm-hmm. but never to have to close them all at once or
0: yeah. open them but all i was at once, going through closing them because they were
1: all open they were all, all open closed, and yeah. i don't
0: i i wanted to tighten it up so you i click 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 and just I, it never occurred to me hold the key down and yeah and give it a gone. shot yeah <laughs> that's nice so if you command,
1: so command or option or control, which one? If you
0: command on Mac, control on Windows. Okay. Uh, click on the folder arrow in scripts. That'll mm-hmm. open or close all of them. If you Option click on it, mm-hmm. it will open or close all the nested folders. Okay. So we use a few modules from Modular FileMaker, mm-hmm. and they come in nested folders. Right. Click on the arrow with the Option key held down, mm-hmm. and it'll open or close all of that, you know, all the nested folders there.
1: That's nice. That's yeah. handy because some of them have a lot of nested scripts. Yeah, it time. I think
0: I only learned that recently and it's already been useful.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I just wrote it. this is some stuff that we learned a while ago, but mm-hmm. I have learned that not everyone knows this. Mm-hmm. If you hit, Return within your script, it'll add some spaces. If you yep. if you hold the shift key down and hit return, it'll add spaces above where you're at.
1: Oh, okay. So if I you never, need, I, yeah, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, so if you need spaces at the top, mm-hmm. you know, if you want to, if you uh, wrote your script and you forgot to put in your notes, mm-hmm. you, you can just hold shift and hit return a bunch of times. It'll give you a bunch of spaces at the top. And when you're navigating through your scripts, when you're when you're writing and you're going through the script steps. You can do most everything with a keyboard using the spacebar, the return, or the arrow keys. Mm-hmm. So, to select the different items within the script steps.
1: Right. Yeah. I'm sure all the newer developers are better at navigating that way. And I think we all are, us, you know, older developers.
0: <laughs> we were used to the, the mouse. Yeah. We were
1: so used to the mousing. Although, oh my God, the type ahead in the script workspace is so nice. Oh. I I remember after 14 came out with a new script workspace and then we had to go to a client and they had like 10 or something like that on their machine. And I, it took me a while to look and figure out what I was looking at. Oh yeah. I was staring at it going, wait a minute. Why can't I type? It was, it was bad.
0: Yeah. It's tough going back. Yeah. (laughs) So still in the scripting, Mm -hmm. if you single click on a script to view it, That doesn't, it'll let you view it, but it's not open.
1: It's like in quick view mode. Yeah,
0: so if you click on another one, it just replaces Mm -hmm. in that tab. You don't open up another tab whenever you're doing single click. But you gotta click on
1: the little eyeball. So when you click on it once, it's in quick view. There's a little eyeball in the tab. And if you click the eyeball, that'll. Yeah, that that opens it.
0: If you right click on the tab, Mm -hmm. there's actually a contextual menu there. And one of the items is called check for problems. Which will highlight any missing references in your script that's, yeah, that's nice. open. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that is the only way you can get to that function. Yeah, because that's
1: not under the scripts menu. No.
0: That was new like 15, I think. Okay. So it's so it's been there for a few versions. Yeah. So this is just a tip for the way that I do something. So whenever uh, creating a staging window,
1: mm-hmm. again,
0: a window that's off screen because you're just going to do something in there. Mm-hmm. I generally make it the positioning is minus five thousand and minus five thousand, mm-hmm. minus five thousand top left. Right. And so that
1: there's no way anyone's gonna see it. Any... So it's unlikely. Yeah. It's pretty unlikely <laughs> that
0: they'll see it. I wrap a case statement around the position. Mm-hmm. I check to see if it's if I'm doing it, if it's if the developer is right. currently if the user logged in is the developer. Right. Then I have it position on screen.
1: Right, so while you're debugging, you can so see what's while, yeah, going so on. Yeah, while
0: I'm programming and I have the debugger open, I don't have to move it mm-hmm. after it's already appeared. In Manage Layouts, we have the folders again. Yeah. So if you option click on a folder in the Layout menu, that again will close and open all nested folders.
1: That's handy.
0: And command clicking uh, doesn't do anything different. <laughs> so. So maybe they will bring the command click right. like they have it in scripting over to the layout menu. It's not as necessary there, but right still would be nice. It'd be nice
1: depends to- on how many layouts you have.
0: Yeah, and it would be nice for consistency's sake. Mm-hmm. Web Direct, we'll mm-hmm. do a couple Web Direct things. Okay, import records. You must turn off error capture, or else import records will not work from Web Direct.
1: Huh. Because it hits all, the, it hits a ton of errors. <laughs> it's not supposed to work, but it That's, does. <laughs> I,
0: just telling you what it says. Right. This is one I found online. I, I don't do a ton of WebDirect, mm-hmm. so I have not run into this myself.
1: If yeah, I don't think I've done much importing via WebDirect at all.
0: And in WebDirect, you cannot import from one file maker table to another in the same file. That does not work on WebDirect
1: right running as a script in web direct yeah. but you would have to do that as a psos right. just run that script psos I, like uh we said before that it seems like you should be able to do it because all of the web direct functionality happens on the server anyway you know not, not a lot's happening in the browser if you were to say i want to move records from one table to another mm-hmm. but the psos would be the way to go to take advantage of the uh, of that import ability
0: performing a find mm-hmm. if you're performing a find and you put an equals in a field that returns what
1: blank values
0: or or a record with nothing but returns in it really yes an equals will it will ignore the returns hmm. if you're looking for blanks if you're looking it's for- going to consider that a blank
1: And it's probably right, I would guess. Depends what you're doing. (laughs) Depends on what you're doing, but if 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 a single return is the value that you were that you put in there,
0: yeah. But if you're looking for empty records,
1: because yeah, because a space is a value,
0: right? Right. Yeah. So I. So if you put in if you put in the double equals, Mm -hmm. that will get you to truly blank records. That will not find. A record with returns in it
1: with any character value,
0: right? Okay,
1: yeah, because it's uh, because you can't do a find for a pilcrow. Have you tried it? I tried it yesterday. Well, if you do, I may have not. There may be a trick to do it. And there I is. Just didn't know. It would
0: be two steps: find with an equals, which mm-hmm. will find all of the empty and records with returns, mm-hmm. and well, then no, constrain I was looking, I was looking a, for, and then constrained by a double equals,
1: mm-hmm.
0: omitting. And then what you end up with is the records with a pilcrow.
1: No, I was looking for records that contained a pilcrow.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying.
1: No, that contained values and a pilcrow between them.
0: Well, values, right? That's different. Oh, with performing a find, this one I didn't—I—I I, I didn't know for a, a number of years after I was developing. Mm-hmm. When you're scripting a find, you say enter find mode, set field, set field. And then perform fine. That right? Right. If you say enter fine mode, omit record, set field, set field, that will perform it as an omit.
1: Oh. You didn't know that either. Yeah, I, I, didn't I, know, I, mean, I don't use, I don't do that.
0: Well, very often. Right.
1: You know, so. Yeah.
0: But it's good that's, to know. It's that's there. a good tip. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you get the omitted. You omit record. I don't remember when I learned that, but. I know I had been developing for a number of years before I learned it. Like, yeah,
1: because there's um, not because they don't have an option for whether you're in find mode and you're picking per record, right? Whether it's uh, a find request or an omit request.
0: Exactly. When looping through sorted records, mm-hmm. you want to omit the duplicates. Okay. If you if you go to the last record mm-hmm. and omit them, going up, go to previous, check to see if it's the same record then omit, then go to previous, go to previous, go to previous. Mm-hmm. That actually works smoother than starting from the top and going down because you keep ending up on the previous record whenever you do it that way. Oh, okay. Todd Weller mentioned that.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: And I was like, oh, that's a good idea.
1: Yeah, that's, a, that's a good one.
0: Yeah. So yeah. when you're omitting records, start sort them the and start at the bottom.
1: Yeah.
0: So for like the, the tips and gotchas, that's... I think that's that's everything I wanted to talk about there. Okay. But what started this whole lit, like, made me think to to do this, record this, mm-hmm. was I was writing a script and entered find mode. Yeah. In the script, I'm writing the script. Enter yeah, yeah, find yeah. mode and it's like, oh, pause, okay, unpause it, and then do this, do my find, and then sort. Oh, and turn off the dialogue. And right. I was, I, all of these defaults that just... Drive in your me, way, yeah, yeah, drive me
1: nuts. Because you always have to turn them. You have to. You always have to toggle them.
0: Yeah, you you would like. I think the defaults should be what you're most likely to want it to do, mm-hmm. and then change it from that. But entering fine mode and pausing. Yeah, I, I don't even know the last time I've done that.
1: Right, but we we script
0: we script most our of
1: fines. our fines. I mean, if it's
0: if it's a user.
1: Yeah, if a user's doing it and it's – if they're anticipating, oh, you're going to go here and actually do a find, you know, for the most part, if the user's doing the find, they're probably a power user and can go into find mode. But if if part of it is scripted and it's just – they, it doesn't know what the user has to drive the values that are entered, you know, and maybe make some decisions and, you know, that that pause is going to be required.
0: I get – Things. Right, i get but the, the you want to be
1: able to set your defaults yeah so that every time you do it you don't have to turn it off like um sort records show dialogue right i yeah. do constantly that always because I, I go uh okay now i'm gonna put it through the debugger and i'm like oh
0: <laughs> sort records or, show dialogue enter find mode pause go to record next exit after last
1: yeah go to record by number
0: yeah 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 go yeah that's a, i didn't even write that one down yeah, yeah. go to record by number there's just a, there's a bunch of these yeah that the default is just the it's one i for use us. the least it's
1: wrong for us
0: and i think it's wrong for a lot of developers
1: <laughs> maybe we should make a poll oh uh, yeah
0: that that's what got me thinking about this stuff and then that mm-hmm. like led me into the some of the gotchas and yeah some other stuff
1: oh, yeah, yeah that's a good list that was very informative. Thank you for sharing with us <laughs> your helpful and handy list of tips and gotchas.
0: And annoyances.
1: And annoyances, which is always important to share. Yes. So that other people don't have to be annoyed
0: on their own. Exactly. You can, you can <laughs> share in the annoyance. Yes. Because we don't have enough of that in this world today. Misery
1: loves company. <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> As usual... Thank you very much for listening. We yes. appreciate it.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: So if you listen to this podcast and you learned absolutely nothing, I want to hear from you.
1: Ooh, yes. Share with us your tips and gotchas. Yeah.
0: I have no doubt there are people out there that I did not teach anything to. Hopefully most people learned something from it. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening. If you want to reach us, you can always email us at offtherecord@profiledevelopers.com. At mm-hmm. On our website, ProfileDevelopers.com, click the blog, and that's where all the podcasts are listed.
1: And in the show notes, I think we're going to add a couple tips that we didn't mention because they're real wordy. Well, thanks, everybody.
0: Thanks. Bye-bye.
1: See you next time.